Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Clayton Kershaw to the Texas Rangers. Feels like it's more possible than we all want to believe. That's coming up next here on Dodgers Dugout. It's time for Dodger Baseball. That's three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. I don't care how many times this team rips my heart out, I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here, credential member of Dodgers Media. You can follow me on the X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel for our latest Dodgers news, rumors, hype videos, breakdowns, interviews, live streams, and more all year long, 365 days a year. Be sure to do me a huge favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you really want to support the channel, you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, I want your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day, two-part question. One, do you think Clayton Kershaw will be back? And two, do you think it will be with the Dodgers? Actually, let's add a third question. And do you want to see him back with the Dodgers? Let me know down below. And for our latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Now, one of the biggest Dodgers storylines to follow, now they've already locked up Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto, is where will Clayton Kershaw play next season? Will he be back with the Dodgers for a 17th year? Well, the Athletics' Ken Rosenthal, he wrote a piece and he discussed this topic, and he wrote, the Rangers will likely be without three of their starting pitchers, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, and Tyler Malley, for at least the first half of the season, but that isn't deterring them from continuing their pursuit of another accomplishment starter recovering from injury, free agent left-hander Clayton Kershaw. 
The other option for Kershaw is return to the Dodgers, who even after acquiring Tyler Glass now and Yoshinobu Yamamoto, want to add depth to their rotation. Kershaw, 35, underwent shoulder surgery in early November to repair the glenohumeral ligaments and shoulder capsule. In a statement, he said, I am hopeful to return to play at some point next summer. So by all indications, Kirsch wants to continue his career. He doesn't want to hang them up. If he can get fully recovered and thinks that he can be effective, I believe he wants to continue his career. What pitcher wants his last career game to be one in which you gave up six runs and were only able to record one out? A game that, without question, statistically was the worst start of your professional career. That's not who Clayton Kershaw is. That's not what he wants to do. And the reality is that before he got injured last season, he still was a very effective pitcher. Now, I think when you look at where the Dodgers are at right now, Yes, I see people out there saying you need to add a left-handed pitcher. Absolutely, it's good to have some balance in your starting rotation. It's not the end-all, be-all, and for the most part, starting pitchers, especially good ones, tend to have balance splits. And you see that with Bobby Miller and Glasnow and Walker Buehler. These guys do have balance splits. They can handle left-handed hitters. But I think most importantly, this is a situation where you want to give Clayton Kershaw the opportunity to finish his career the right way. There's certain legends, and I'm not talking about the Justin Turner types. I'm talking about the Clayton Kershaw types. I'm talking about guys that not only will they be first bout Hall of Famers, but there will be a statue at Dodger Stadium one day for Kirsch. There will be a statue. He is a Mount Rushmore player for this organization. He is one of a very, very few, a just a tiny, tiny handful of players that get to dictate how their career ends. And when you consider this respect level that Andrew Friedman has for Clayton Kershaw, I guarantee they are going to meet his demands. And they're going to give an opportunity to come back and they'll sign him to a contract that he thinks is reasonable. Now, does that mean a two-year deal where we've mainly seen just one-year deal after one-year deal after one-year deal, but is it a two-year deal because of the recovery time, because of the fact that he's returning from his first major arm surgery? I think that's possible. I think when you consider the rehab situation, does he want to rehab in L.A.? Can he rehab in Dallas? I think he can. I think the Dodgers would allow him to rehab on Mars if that's what it came down to. I don't think they're overly concerned about that. You could send doctors. You could have communication. I don't think that that would be the deal breaker. I think it just comes down to, does Kirsch want to get back with this Dodgers team? And does he want to play the role that they would have for him? Because he's not going to be your number one. He's not going to be your number two. He's not going to be your number three. It's almost a get-in-where-you-fit-in type situation for him. Whereas in Texas, they are missing some guys In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home.
stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Due to injury, they could potentially pay him more money, give him a more prominent role, and he, of course, would be back home. He'd be close to where he lives, and he's from Hyde Park in Dallas, and he could take his kids to school in the morning and go to the ballpark at the end of the day. Look, I understand that. That is something that is always, always, always a threat. Going home, the attraction of that is always going to be a factor, but I think that Kirsch realizes that, one, it's rare to see repeats in baseball, right? I mean, the last time we've seen a repeat champion in Major League Baseball was 2000. The 2000 Yankees did it, and then in the 70s, we saw the Cincinnati Reds. So we haven't seen the National League since the 70s, so there's that. Do you really think you're going to repeat as champions with the Texas Rangers? And then, two, this Dodgers team, they're favorites to win the World Series right now. This Dodgers team hasn't been in a better position to win the World Series in quite some time because you have added pieces. You've added starting pitching. You've added the best player on the planet in Shohei Otani. And look, the reality is that Clayton Kershaw going to the Rangers, even if he pitches well, yes, in the minds of a lot of baseball fans out there, you will have salvaged that last start. And no, you won't be remembered by that last start. Look, no matter what happens that's not his legacy. He's already cemented his legacy, right? A first Bell Hall of Famer, a three-time Cy Young Award winner, an MVP. Really should have had five Cy Youngs. I mean, R.A. Dickey winning that year because he was a knuckleballer was already ridiculous. But I digress. I won't get too into the weeds on that. But the point is, he's already a made man. I always say he beat the video game. He's just exploring the video game. He's exploring the map, right? Right. He's just already beat on story mode. He's just exploring the map for fun at this point. But I do believe he wants a parade. I think he wants the champagne at Dodger Stadium. And he wants a World Series in a full 162-game season. So I absolutely think that's a factor. And here's the reality. We're going to do a little rewind here and look at the year he had with the Dodgers last season. Because the reality is he's still a really, really good pitcher. Kirsch last season, he tied Don Sutton for the most seasons pitching with the, the Dodgers at 16. He could break that next season. He is 56 strikeouts away from 3,000. A very, very exclusive club, right? 19 guys very few lefties have reached that milestone. I think that's a factor as well. And the only players to play more for the Dodgers per season are Pee Wee Reese and Zach Wheat, who played 18 seasons for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Now, if you look at the way he started last season, he was fantastic. In April, he had a 1.89 ERA in his first six starts. He had 41 punch outs to five walks. He led all of Major League Baseball with 38 innings pitched. He won the National League pitcher of the month. It was the seventh time in his career that he's accomplished that feat. Then on April 18th versus the Mets, I was in the house covering that game. It was a special, special night at Dodgers Stadium. He won his 200th career game. It was a virtuoso performance for Clayton Kershaw. He went seven scoreless. He had nine punchies. He allowed just three hits in that one. And that was a special accomplishment for him because he thinks that wins is a team statistic, and it absolutely is. I mean, I'm not a big wins and losses guy when it comes to evaluating pitchers, but as far as 
Yes, it is a team accomplishment, right? You need run support, and that was big for Clayton Kershaw. Now, he did spend some time on the bereavement list after his mother passed away, so he missed some time there. And then on June 27th, in his start versus the Colorado Rockies at Coors Field, he was cruising. It was Clayton Kershaw. He gave just a single and a walk in six scoreless innings. And then... To everyone's surprise, people were criticizing Dave Roberts thinking he pulled him too early. He exited the game after throwing just 79 pitches, and he had pitched seven innings in three of his last four starts leading up to that start. So many believe that maybe it was just the workload was too high. That was really my first guess. But it turned out that it was a shoulder issue, and they determined it was shoulder inflammation and they ultimately treat it with a cortisone shot. And then weeks later, he landed on the IL on July 3rd. Now, before going down with the injury, if you look at his numbers, he had a 255 ERA. That was fourth in the National League. A 27.7 strikeout rate, good for fifth. His 21.4 strikeout minus walk rate was third. He had 105 strikeouts and a 351 FIP. He made uh, the all-star team for the 10th time in his career. He tied Pee Wee Reese there. So he was making history last season, made another all-star game. There was some talk that maybe he would be the star in the all-star game again. So look, the reality is, bring my facts to the fight, facts tell you that Clayton Kershaw was still a top 15 pitcher last season before the injury. Now, there is before the injury and then after the injury. When he really was a shell of himself. He returned from the IL on August 10th. He missed over six weeks, and he returned from the IL. He only pitched over five innings in a start just once, and two of his final nine starts, they came on five days rest. So they were resting him more. They weren't having him go deep into games, but he was still having success. If you look at the ERA, but if you look deeper into it, if you look at the FIP and some of the expected numbers, there were a lot of red flags. He allowed zero or one run in six of his last eight starts, and he never allowed more than three runs. He had a 223 ERA, but the fastball velocity was as low as it was back in 2019 when he was at 88 miles per hour, hovering around that, and that led to an IL stint. Just one of his 105 fastballs were in the 90-mile-per-hour range. So the fastball velocity was down. Then also the command was down. The command was as bad as pretty much we've ever seen it with Clayton Kershaw. He had an 11.1% walk rate. That is not Clayton Kershaw right there. And then also the home runs. Eight of the nine runs that he had allowed came via the home run ball. Seven of those were solo home runs. And he also allowed a two-run shot. So, yeah, giving up a lot of home runs. Thankfully, they were mostly solo shots. But the expected numbers were high, like I was saying. The command wasn't there. The velo was down. And then it all came to a head in game one of the NLDS as the Diamondbacks absolutely chased him early in that game. He gave up six runs on six hits. He left the game after just recording one out. It was statistically the worst start of his career, and that clearly was not Clayton Kershaw. He was not even close to 100%, and, of course, the surgery following the season confirmed that. He looked like early in the year he had plenty of gas left in the tank, 
But unfortunately, he was driving with the check engine light on and he wasn't able to perform to his best abilities just because he just was not healthy. He was not the pitcher that we know him to be. And look, the reality, though, he had 24 starts, 131 and two-thirds innings of work. That was the most that Kershaw had had as far as starts and innings since 2019. And he's someone that if you can get him back to the guy before the injury last season on the kind of contract that he could sign, he could still provide value. And let's not forget 2020. Pitched well in the postseason. Had that great start against the Brewers there in the wild card series. Then the World Series, he pitched well. Now, that season, he didn't have to go the full length, right? You were basically going 60-game season plus the postseason. Well, if he comes back towards the end of next summer and he is fully healthy, I think that'd be a perfect situation to optimize what he has left. Now, I don't want to see him in there in a game one or two or three at this point barring injury to their current rotation, but I still think that there is a world where he can provide some value. I don't want to see him out of the bullpen. He doesn't have bullpen-type lights-out stuff. That's just not going to happen. And obviously, Nightmare Fuels 2019, Game 5 in the NLDS, Soto and Rendon, right? We don't want to see things like that ever again. But I do think that he can help this team. And I think that they should sign him if he's willing to come back. And I think that the idea of him on the Texas Rangers, like I said, that's not him on the Rangers having success is not going to erase last year's final start of the season. That is in some ways how we'll remember him as far as his last start, right? We're never going to remember his legacy from that last start, but just the thing that that could be his last start in Dodger blue doesn't sit well with me. I know it doesn't sit well with you. doesn't sit well with Kirch. We need to see him at Dodger Stadium in Dodger Blue. Give him his roses and send him off the right way. And like I said, he can still help this team. Now, it was very interesting. Dodgers Nation yesterday, they posted the story about the Texas Rangers and Ken Rosenthal's report with a couple graphics. My guy Noel over there. Always killing the game with the graphics on that one. And there was a very interesting response. So the tweet goes, amidst the Dodgers' historic offseason, the Texas Rangers will have their eyes on Clayton Kershaw. And then right underneath that, in all caps, exclamation point, is Walker Bueller at Bueller's Day Off, who says, no, N-O, with an exclamation point. So there you go, N-O. And look, last year, Kirsch, he was a big question mark in the postseason. And we got the answer. Maybe next year he can be a little bit of an exclamation point if they can fully, fully get that shoulder healthy. I would love to see it. But yesterday I talked to Tyler Glasnow and I asked him about bringing Clayton Kershaw back and if they should, if he would like to see that. He grew up as one of his biggest fans. That was his favorite player growing up. And here's what Glasnow told me. As far as 
future additions for this team. I saw in your introductory press conference, you said that you grew up a Dodgers fan. You were at games. Some of your favorite players were Sean Green and Clayton Kershaw. Now, Kersh currently isn't a Dodger, which feels weird to say. How much would you love to see this organization go out there and bring Clayton Kershaw back for him to continue his career with the Los Angeles Dodgers? You made your pitch for Yamamoto. You can make your pitch here for Kershaw if you want, but how much would you love to see him as your rotation mate moving forward? It would be amazing. I think that would be like talk about a super duper team. If we can get uh, Kershaw on there too, that'd be awesome. And I've obviously watched Dodger baseball since I was young and he's always been a big part of it. Uh, I don't think I need to pitch him. I think he knows all about how awesome LA is and how great the organization is. Um, I hope that he signs back with the Dodgers. That would be incredible. I am too, just like the guidance, I guess he could, he could provide for Yamamoto being young me for sure. Just having like kind of picking his brain and he's done it for so long at such a high level that would, it would be a win, win, win all around for everybody. And when it comes to Clayton Kershaw, just from afar, what have you admired about him and what's impressed you most about his legendary career? Uh, I think just like his like mentality. I think watching him pitch, he was always very, uh, just, just focused and like very serious. And you kind of just tell, he like gets into another, I don't know, I guess too, like the day he pitches, I've heard he's very like, into it you know what i mean he's just very and it's kind of similar to me but i think knowing that from a young age like he takes his craft very seriously and he's obsessed with it and he's just kind of like a, a fierce competitor you know and everyone's kind of seen how fiery he is on the mound and i've always appreciated that about him and he's done it for so long and he's never really lost that fire and that's that's extremely impressive because over time i think with some guys you've seen them when they were young and then they get old and i guess like mentality shifts and obviously you evolve as a player but i think he's always just been so driven uh, and he's never lost any of that fire. So I love what Glasnow said right there, because you would love to have him back in Dodger Blue for all the reasons we mentioned during this video, but also the mentorship, right? You got a young Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You got Glasnow. You got Bobby Miller. As far as him taking all these guys under his wing, he's been through the battles. He's been in these foxholes. He's one of the smartest, smartest pitching minds this game has ever seen. Just his IQ, his baseball IQ alone could help this team in some capacity. So I want to see Clayton Kershaw back in Dodger blue. It's not going to prevent them from signing anyone. It's not going to prevent them from having their rotation set up the way they have. I think that having another lefty could also provide a nice little boost as far as adding some balance, but we got to have Clayton Kershaw back in Dodger blue. Like I always say, I don't care if you got to bring Dallas to Los Angeles. Yes, it's great. You got the shiny new toy in Shohei Otani, and it's exciting, but let's not forget everything that Clayton Kershaw had to do for this franchise, everything he endured going through the Mattingly years and pitching on short rest. Can you imagine if Clayton Kershaw's entire career was with the Guggenheim group spending the way they have in recent years? So sometimes it's a timing issue. Imagine if you were getting 2014 Kersh on this team. He might still be the most impactful player, right? So a lot of times it's about timing. So let's not forget, it almost feels like a Toy Story Buzz Lightyear, Woody situation where Kirsch is Woody, right? And you got the Andy under his 
boot. And of course, that's for Andy Freeman. And then you got Buzz Lightyear being Otani. But let's not forget all the great times we had with Clayton Kershaw and having him back here in Dodger Blue. I think 100% it's a no-brainer. Bring Kersh back to the Dodgers. Kersh, if you're watching this, I know you are. Resign with the Dodgers. Let's make a run. Let's get this World Series. Let's have that parade. Let's end this career the right way in Dodger Blue. But that's going to do it for this episode of Dodgers Dugout. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on the X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Shout out to you guys out there. Watch it every single day. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you making this channel what it is. Like I said, this is your channel. I'm just hosting it. But that's going to do it. My name is Doug McCain, like I said. Subscribe to the channel, like I said. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. Until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium... Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.